And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, a Thursday edition of the Paul Farrington Show. Paul joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler, and the best executive producer in the game with the camera on him again, Zach yeah, 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 Bloomquist, yeah, yeah, yeah. who totally, totally big dick to me. Huge power move from Zach before the show as we were talking about how to intro it with the camera angles. I said, you know what, just start with the three up, and Zach goes, nope. We're gonna go. We're gonna stick with the panning from you guys to Ziggy to me. Zach and, is uh, the producer. He's the producer. No, I, was, I, I, I said. Producer I said. I'm sorry. I overstepped. <laughs> so we're allowing uh, whatever Zach. Like he's the, he's the man behind the cameras for a reason. And now we, we don't know what's going on right now, right? Like it could be spinning with like firework mm. effects and a loop de loop. We have no idea what he's doing. Oh yeah, no, we, we we never have it. So we can't. But he makes see. it work. But we, he makes it work. We don't have enough equipment in here where we can see what it looks like live as we're going along on the show. So we're just trusting every show. Jack and I sit here with the, the computer screen faces. Zach, he could really be doing whatever he wants and we have no clue, but usually it turns out pretty good. So it makes it work. So we, we, we let him do his thing. I mean, last videos, I got a couple, couple hundred views, you yeah, know, we've been yeah. doing a, little, a little bit better lately. I've gotten numerous, a couple hundred, a couple thousand, numerous compliments on our, on the quality of our production. Really? I have. Yep. Interesting. It, Anyone like, sliding into the DMS? Couple people, couple people. <laughs> oh, yes, not don't bad. Forget, don't forget to slide into all our DMs. We're, <laughs> we're all perfectly single. Uh, Andrew is not here with us. We hope, and is also we hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. We're sorry that we haven't had content sooner, but the holiday weekend kind of pushed us back a little bit. So that's why we're only coming out with probably one episode this week. But we'll have a bunch of breakout clips. If you don't want to stick around for the entire show, too busy with uh, dogs and noons this past weekend, but we're back on board. Yeah, and a lot of arm wrestling too. A lot of arm wrestling. With some arm, arm wrestling, wrestling. Jack's ass, Andrew. No, unfortunate. Uh, Unfortunately. Event. So, so real quick before we start today, Ziggy, I don't think you've heard this yet. I go over to Jack's house on what Saturday or something like that for Saturday. his sister's birthday. Saturday, yeah, yeah. No, and I Sunday. get there about six o'clock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. I walk up to the front porch and I say, "Like, hey, Uncle Evan, how's it going?" Jack's uncle's out there with his little cousin, old D one player, by the way. And uh, yeah, player. Uncle Evan looks at me, and just goes. Oh, ambulance is on the way. I was like, what? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, for who? And he's just like, I ah, just uh, snapped his arm, arm wrestling. I, I, he doesn't tell me who or anything. He's just like broken arm, arm wrestling. And I'm like, oh, God. So I, I, I run up the stairs into the house, and I see Zach hunched over the table in the dining room. I just go, oh, my God. No, 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 no. Like, but the whole year Zach has had, I'm like, this... <laughs> This can't possibly yeah, like ha- can't be happening exactly. right now. No- <laughs> just looking, and the look on your face, you know, as you watch our other friend who broke his arm, the look on your face was like, it, it looked like you had broken your arm. You looked yeah. very sad and uh, in pain. So I, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. And obviously I'm not happy to see our other friend with his arm broken. But Awful. Uh, well, it's a quick recovery time. So hopefully he's, he's, he's all good. Of course now. Andrew was the one <laughs> who <laughs> broke the arm, so, and Andrew felt horrible. Andrew was like sick oh, to his stomach. So it, it was, it was, it was not a great Tough situation. But uh, I, I, we were outside playing a little flip cup, and you know I'm the more, and I was like, oh, you guys should go arm wrestle. It'd be a good match. The instigator. And, yeah, I was the instigator. Yeah. So uh, it's apparently Andrew. Andrew had a position where he felt that he wasn't going to be moved, and you know Andrew's Andrew knows a lot about the body, yeah, like he, and all these, like because that's what he studied in college. Like he knows how to arm wrestle the technique. So our friend, even though he's a little stronger probably than Andrew, just didn't have the positioning. And as he's exerting all that energy, when he stopped, Andrew's like, that's when I turned it on and tried to win and just, you know, broke him, yeah. <laughs> snapped his arm. How, how do you break someone's arm arm wrestling? Like, I just, I still it don't get it. Humor. It was So it was, I thought it was going to oh, be like, on the yeah. forearm. So it was like, like so I, it was just a bad angle. And yeah, yeah. the humorous broke. So like right here, and apparently it sounded really disgusting. So our friend had Andrew. Oh, I'm sure you could hear it. Like a tree branch is what people say. It, yeah, it's 
It was, it was like back and forth and stuck in the middle, and then you heard a snap, and I'm like, oh yeah, my god! Poor Andrew felt oh. just terrible. Tough, and you know, it, situation. things know, happen, so he'll be okay. Yeah, he'll be okay. Andrew will be okay. It's, it's all right. Think of the fact. I could have prevented it if you know, I had gotten there earlier. It's uh, you know, it's funny. Everybody was blaming themselves. My my uh, my sister's boyfriend was like, I was talking about stories during what's happening. I, I spoke into existence. I think so your sister's boyfriend. Everybody, yeah, he had a little. Every, everybody had a little piece sorcery involved there. But anyway. Oh, what about you, did. Paul? What did, what did you do this weekend? You had something great oh, this yes, weekend, too. No, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. Ziggy, later on in the show, because we'll, we'll do a little football first. There were a lot of big celebrities at the Saturday Taylor Swift concert. Great concert, by the way. Tons and tons of fun. Aaron Rodgers was there. Miles Teller. Bradley Cooper. I sat two seats behind a megastar. And a megastar that you don't mind sitting behind. The best megastar possible. So... That, that was gonna I have to hear way, that. That's going to sound way more okay. inappropriate than I intended. I meant, to, <laughs> I didn't mean it that Well, way. you know, the folks but are we'll just going to have to listen just if they want to find because out. Because a little later, I'm going to tell Ziggy, the other, these other guys know, I'm going to tell Ziggy who I was sitting behind and uh, the move that I didn't make, we'll say. I got, you, I got a half chub now just thinking about it. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. So, with that said, uh, <laughs> again, please remember after that to like, comment, and subscribe on this video, or hopefully, do not unsubscribe is a better call here. We're going to get into some football here. We're going to have NFL bandwagons. That's what we're going to start with. I'm going to mention about six or seven teams or players, whether or not we are staying off of or hopping on the bandwagon for the season. Later on, we'll do a little bit of DeAndre Hopkins. Where could we see him going? We'll mention a few teams. And we end with the superhero draft. A pretty good panel right here to discuss superheroes. DC expert and Jack, maybe. <laughs> Marvel fans here. So we'll guys. see what happens. I have my guys. All right. We'll start with the bandwagons, like I said. Adam Shine, he wrote an article for NFL.com. That's where we're getting this off of. About players and teams to hop on their bandwagon going into the 2023 season. I thought you said Adam Shine. I'm like, who's that? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm a big fan of hopping onto bandwagons myself. I know some people are anti-bandwagon, but, you know, the more the merrier to They're me. If, if you're having a good time, just bring more people on. But we'll start. Yeah. Go ahead, Ziggy. I was saying, like, you don't want to be obnoxious about it, right? Hopping on the Warriors bandwagon and talking yes, about how great yes. they are. That's no good. But, like, if it's just the, boy, you know, like, I hope the Falcons make the playoffs this year. Right? People who are hopping on the Heat bandwagon after that first oh, series. Like, I don't care. Yeah, that's yeah like, have some fun heat. with it. Don't be obnoxious. I'm all for bandwagons. And that's as long as you're not a pretender. But it's always fun to be on early. So that's why we're going to do this right now. Kenny Pickett, the first name. Oh. Are we hopping on the Kenny Pickett band? Not the Steelers. Jack's off. Not, yeah, not the Steelers yeah, because we know that's a really light schedule. We've gone over them a, a few times. Check out some of the videos we've had. I, of course, had my complete 180 on the Steelers going into next season. But Kenny Pickett individually. You're in your black and yellow today. I am. Yeah, maybe it's a sign. There were a lot of ups and downs for him last year. And this offseason, Pittsburgh does a great job bringing in some help with the left side of the offensive line and free agency and the drafts. But last year, let's take a look at this. Kenny Pickett. Starts the season off 1-4, and four, and that's if you include the Jets game where he came in for Mitch Trubisky. In those first five games, two touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's Philly, Buffalo on the road. And that's exactly a great point. In Miami on the road, too. They did beat Tampa but, Bay and Tom Brady. 2-8. and eight. But 2-8, and eight, not good. Like, it wasn't a good start. We watched that Miami game together, and it, it was ugly. You would have won the game if not for I mean, I thought that he played, believe it or not, pretty well in that game as a whole. Was that the game where Tua had three? Who, who had? I thought someone had three. No, Tua should have had like four picks. We dropped. Them oh, you all. dropped. Yeah. Pickett had two picks, but he drove us yeah. down the field late twice, and then yeah, rookie. The rookie mistakes came out. But but anyway, five games, a lot of interceptions. Uh, just a, you know, it's tough to adjust in the NFL. The final seven games he played, though, I'm going to leave out 
the home game against Baltimore when he got injured and Trubisky came in. Six and one, six total touchdowns, five in the air, one on the ground, only one interception, two game-winning drives. He had four total. I think that I think he had four total. But he had two touchdowns or two game-winning drives in the final two games of the year. I believe it was... It was against the Raiders and at Baltimore. And Baltimore. Yep. Maybe week 16, 17. Two of the final three weeks. Yeah, yeah two of the final three weeks. He yep. had game-winning drives. And he finished eighth overall in QBR. So the first five versus the final seven games he played, totally different Steelers team. Again, a lighter schedule down the, the, the final stretch. But you saw a different Kenny Pickett. You saw a more confident Kenny Pickett. And you saw someone who was a little bit more aggressive too. So I'm going to say, I'll lead off... I am cautiously on the Kenny Pickett bandwagon. I think that he's going to have a solid season. I don't see a Jalen Hurts-esque leap because then we're talking about an MVP, essentially. But I think that you're going to look at someone at the end of this year and say, he's definitely a top 16 quarterback in the league and probably fits in that like 12 to 16, right? Maybe like 13 or 14. That was such a cop-out answer, by the way. What do you mean? We're asking the question, are you on the train or are you not? I'm All kind right, of fine, on the train. Fine, fine. Are on you the, on the train no, or okay. not on the train? That's why Zach's good at what he does. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say I am on the Kenny Pickett bandwagon for this season. I am officially on the bandwagon. There we go. That's the answer we want to hear. Welcome aboard, baby. That makes two of us. I was on the bandwagon day he was drafted. And, uh, I am, <laughs> you were on the bandwagon I, in college. I was on the bandwagon in college. Yeah. And I am 1,000% on. It's the way that he finished the season. You're going to come into a team who's 1-4. You're a rookie. Your first NFL snaps. It's going to be tough. Of course. Like you said, two game-winning drives late in, in, in meaningful, crucial, you know, playoff-like scenario games. He was just down the field against Oakland, wins the game. On the road in Baltimore, in a game we lose, we're out. You needed that game, yep. yeah. In a game we lose, we're out. On the road in a primetime spot, he takes us down the field, what, 80 yards, throws a touchdown pass to win the game. The stats were great. It, On the two drives, he was like six for seven and seven for nine or something. Under a minute left in each in, game. It was awesome. Like, I, saw, I saw flashes from Pickett for, for a 23, 24-year-old kid last year where I could tell this guy is going to be a, a very good quarterback. He's got some weapons. We, the offense is, is pretty decent. Uh, I think it's a team who won 11 games. I think that he's going to be very good. And like we said, in Miami, right? Like we saw growing pains. Like he had those rookie, those, and of course you're going to see it. Yeah. But he, he led us down the field against the good Dolphins team again on the road. You could have won that. Twice yeah. In, yeah. in the final five minutes. Could have won it through picking the end zone. Didn't, but I love what I saw rookie year. I think he's, he's only going to get better. I'm super big on the bandwagon. I got to tell you, I'm not on the Kenny Pickett bandwagon, but that's only because it's only because let me finish. I'm on the Najee Harris bandwagon. What the hell? You look at what the Steelers team has done in the off season. They have added a lot of uh, meat to that team's bones, right? They got Broderick Jones out of Tennessee. They got Darnell Washington out of Georgia, that huge tight end. He calls himself the sixth lineman. You know, one acquisition I haven't seen people talking about a lot, Isaac Sumalo. He was like one of the big guards. Yep. From Philly. Yeah, but I think that this team's identity is going to go towards a lot of running. The things that made the offense successful in the second half of the season was that they found a run game, right? They were able to bring in Najee Harris. They were able to convert a lot of those thirds, that third downs that made him struggle earlier in the season. So I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to be asked to do as much this year as he was last year. And I think that's going to be good for the Steelers. I worry a lot about Matt Canada. Uh, Steelers fans have been yeah. on and off of him for a while, mostly off. But yeah, I just right, I don't like think that 
if we're expecting Kenny Pickett to establish himself as a dominant QB and put up big numbers, I just don't think that's going to happen because I don't think that's how this team wants to operate. I think they want to be run first, second, and third. And then have Kenny Pickett tossing short passes to whoever's in the slot to make up the difference. So then I, I guess it comes down to you're, def- you're not, you're defining the, the bandwagon as being a what top 12 quarterback. Well, listen to what Jack said, right? He seemed, made it seem like Kenny Pickett's going to be carrying this team to victory week in, week out. Well, I, think I just think the run that. game's going to play a bigger role. Okay. so But are you expecting uh, any sort of jump from Pickett? A little bit of a jump? A leap, maybe not a leap, but a... He'd, I mean, he'd better. Uh-huh. If he doesn't improve this <laughs> year, I mean... Not that he was terrible last year, but he's got to improve if he wants to establish himself as a quality NFL quarterback. Well, we can all agree too that the Steelers. I mean, we're talking not, about the playoffs yeah, for them. I'm right not going to complain about a good run game. Like, like oh, of course not. If, like, if their run game's good, that opens things up. But it relies like the Steelers going, let's say even to the divisional round. He he does need to take a step forward for sure. Well, you got last year from him. As good as the end of the season was, they're not a divisional playoff team without a leap. I worry that we're going to see a lot that. of. Yeah, I worry we're going to see a lot of what we've seen with the Steelers. They have a pretty good regular season, solid defense, powerful run game, medium play at quarterback that comes back to haunt them in the mm-hmm. okay. playoffs. Okay. So, so for so that reason, off, yeah. I think they're going to have a good season, but I'm off. I got it. Got it. And you know one thing, too, that Pittsburgh, you guys, haven't you been in Kansas City your past two playoff games? We were at Kansas City. We got mopped. And then uh, I forget who before that. No, then we lost it. Uh, you, had, you had the Browns game somewhere in there. Lost at home to the Browns. That was the second and last. You, so you didn't play Kansas City game. twice in the playoffs. Play twice, okay, no. but like yeah. winning the division is a possibility this year. But I mean, like that was the game at Kansas City. Was no, you never. Ninety-year-old Yeah, no chance. Oh, oh, you know what I'm thinking of? If you had won, you would have played in Kansas City this year, right? If we had be in Cleveland at home. I, or, yeah, there was like a scenario because they, they wound up yeah. being the one and at the time it was like you would have played them. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, it was just like winning the division is just so important. Getting that first playoff game. It, it's, it's winnable. Like, it really is. We, we split with the Bengals last year. Beat them once on the road. Yeah. I think there's a I think there's a world you can see we're better than the Browns and the Ravens. It's possible. It would t- it's, it's, it's just going to come down to those final three games, I, I believe. As we talked about in the Steelers schedule breakdown video, which is also up on YouTube. Go ahead, Ziggy. Final thoughts here before we move on? Yeah, the thing I'm most excited to see from Kenny Pickett this year, he didn't get a lot of experience last year. But going into this year, they are expecting him to be a quality starter and a big-time leader on the team. I'm really excited to see how he develops in his leadership and sort of running the offense and the kind of quarterback-offensive coordinator synergy that Canada's always liked. I'm interested to see what happens there. You know, my final thought too, another minor thing that a lot of people probably don't, wouldn't look at as a huge deal, but I do from a rookie, is the last game of the season, we're at home against a team that we're better than in Cleveland, a team we should beat, a must-win game. Like we, needed, we needed to win, right? And the Jets needed to beat Miami, which they didn't do. But must-win must game at home against a better team. And he gets the job done in a blowout fashion. And a lot of the time, rookie quarterback... You wonder, does he falter in that type of situation? He did not. He was awesome. Oh, that and the two games before that, like we just said, two game-winning yeah, drives. So it, so it, it was an impressive it end was, to the season. It was for awesome sure. to see. So for, for for that reason, too, I'm, I'm very on board. All right. There you go. Kenny Pickett. Number two, Ziggy teased this earlier. The Atlanta Falcons. We've mentioned them a few times this offseason. Arthur Smith, as head coach, has gone 7-10 and 10 in both of his seasons in Atlanta. Uh, we know Desmond Ritter. 
It took him a little bit of growing pains as well last year. He did improve in each game of the four that he started last year towards the end of the season. And he's got some help now. I know you guys don't like Bijan Robinson too much here or where they got him, but he's got Bijan, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, a lot of weapons in Atlanta. I'm still concerned about the defense, even with the Calais Campbell, Jesse Bates, Bud Dupree additions. I'm staying off right now for now, but a lot of people are gassing this team up and thinking that they could potentially be a double-digit win team given the schedule that they have. I'm off Atlanta at the moment. You want to go, Ziggy, or want me to go? You know... Desmond Ritter is one of the biggest ranges of outcomes in the NFL right now. Yeah. You know, he's a third round quarterback. A lot of times those guys don't work out well, but he showed enough to make you think he might be a competent starter. I don't think sort of like I feel of Kenny Pickett. I don't think Desmond Ritter is going to impress a lot this year, but I think the pieces around him, right? The big body possession yeah. receivers, who can get the ball. Bijan Robinson, a competent offensive line, a decent run game coordinator, offensive coach, and Arthur Smith as the head coach of the team. I think the Falcons are going to put together a ho-hum year, and I just don't see this offense taking off. So I am pretty firmly out on Ritter and the Falcons okay. offense. I I lean uh, – I'm going to give a cop-out answer too, which Zach won't like. Well, wait, but wait, wait. But before you – I lean – like, I'm off. But yeah. the thing is with Atlanta, I'm not going to say Ami. Um, they're not a good football team. I, I thought you hated them. Well, I'm going. I'm reverting what I said in the last episode. I did, oh, okay, okay, but okay. then I, I looked at that division and realized how bad it's going to be. Like you're competing with you're competing with Baker Mayfield, and you're competing with a rookie and Bryce Young with with a mediocre Panthers team. I don't know how they're going to be, and the Saints. And the Saints are so, like, people like, are talking about the, to to understand just how how bad the NFC South is right now. People are talking about the Saints like a juggernaut in that division. So like, I, and they're I, a good, they got good defense and Derek Carr, I like Derek Carr, but by no means is that a, what, they're not even a top three or four NFC contender. No. Maybe even top five. So I'm off because the Falcons aren't a good football team. Okay. But I'm not like a hard off, like, oh, they have no chance. They do a little bit because the, who they play eight times a year. Okay. But having an easy division doesn't mean a whole rob, right? Like look at well, the, look at the know. AFC South last year. If you right? Go, Did the Texans and Colts benefit a lot from having an easy division? No. If you're a bad team, you're a bad team, and you're not going to win games. But what if you go five one in the division? That's five wins right there. They won't. They're not good. You know the rest of that Falcon schedule though. It's the NFC North and AFC South as well. So there are a lot of winnable games. Like if you go through that schedule, they should get to seven wins again. And I think that their ceiling probably caps out at around ten. So there's a world where they could get to that double digit mark if Ritter. Really, if he's just like a little bit above average, they could have a good team. I mean, I think, and people disagree, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars last year benefited from a poor division. Oh, they, they're a good I, I team, but they definitely benefited I from the South. I don't think yeah. Jacksonville is, is, is great, and they're playing, but they're playing with the Colts and the Texans in Tennessee. So you think even though, even though I mean, they, they took Kansas City to the wire, but a lot of people are talking about them taking a big step this super, year. Uh, they were down 30 in the playoffs at home. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not high on that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. I'm not, I, really, I think they benefit from, from a bad division. Okay, so we're all off of Atlanta. I'm, yes, I'm off Atlanta. Ziggy's a, a hard off. Jack is a, I'm a light off. Light off, and I am also a light off. On, uh, we got no hard ons for the, the Atlanta no Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> this show I, do like, I do like Des Ritter. Des <laughs> Ritter's my boy. Okay, we got a couple more here. We'll... we'll Speed it up a little bit, but uh, Garrett Wilson, the 2022 Offensive Rookie of the Year, 83 catches, 1,103 yards, and four touchdowns last season with Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. 
He gets a bright, shiny new toy in Aaron Rodgers. Perhaps a vengeful Aaron Rodgers, too. We think he's mad on this show. We're all pretty sure that he, he's going to come in with fire for, to New York this year. I am 100% buying Garrett Wilson. Yeah, of course. And I know, I know yeah, Andrew, I, if he were here, would be saying, oh, he's going to be the number one receiver in the league. I'm not that high. But I can see a top 10, definitely a top 10 season from him this year. This guy, Aaron Rodgers, is already talking very highly of him early on, comparing him to Devontae and Jordy Nelson in some ways. I'm big on Garrett Wilson. I'm on the hype train. Yeah, that's for some. He put up fantastic numbers with terrible quarterbacks. I think it's one of those quarterbacks well, that ever played the game. Are you buying it? On, for, let's say the hype train or the bandwagon is a top 10 receiving season. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you, where do you one stop? One of the best QBs ever. Top seven? I'd probably go. No, I'd probably go top ten. Okay, I'd say eight to ten. Eight to ten. Yeah, but yeah, I'm buying him, of course. I think he's going to come in at like six or seven. I think he's going to have a fantastic season. How could he not? Right, unless he gets hurt. Unless he's, <laughs> ah. Ziggy. I don't know about it. Look, Aaron Rodgers is a difficult quarterback to play for. You look at guys in their first season of Aaron Rodgers, like the guys who turned to be great, right? Like Jordy Nelson put up 350 yards and two touchdowns. Well, Randall Cobb put up 370 I, I, yards and a touchdown. I do want to just... Devontae Adams put up 400 yards and three touchdowns. And you can say, well, yeah, yeah, they were rookies. They were rookies, whatever. <laughs> Look what he did in his first year. But we saw last year, again, all of these rookie receivers are having a hard time adjusting to playing of Aaron Rodgers. I think that people are really excited because Wilson gets Aaron Rodgers. But we know he's a difficult guy to play for. Rodgers says it himself. Wilson's such the a good receiver. Say it themselves. Like, get it, getting chemistry of this guy is difficult. It <laughs> takes time. Expecting ass, Garrett Wilson to light up the league, I think, is a little bit too – it's a, it's presumptive. You're, You're assuming that Aaron Rodgers is going to step in day one with chemistry of these guys, and I just don't think he is. There's going to be miscommunication. <laughs> it's going to hurt the early part of the season. So people who are saying I, this guy's going to be a top five receiver you know, I, in the I, league, I a think, top ten receiver in the league, I don't know. I think sometimes chemistry is so overrated. I don't like, even know if it's over. I, like, I think he will. Guys don't chemistry. do well. I, I veteran or chemistry. rookie, no one does well in their first year with Aaron Rodgers. What it does just that, doesn't happen. <laughs> Christian Watson blew up the second half this season. People are talking about yeah, him. Like, could mean, potentially be the one I mean, in Green look, Bay. Like, look, like that's actually a possibility. There were some obvious problems between Big Ben and AB that the whole world didn't see, and they were great. I think Will's. Uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling like a, a top seven campaign for him. This yeah, year. of course. But you know what, Ziggy? I, I have to say, look, I mean, g- good I, numbers. I'm, I, Ziggy, I'm hoping that you're right because I hate the Jets. I hope they go like six and ten and just bust. So I hope you're correct. Those guys I, too, I though, were rookie. Like, do we know the snap counts and everything? Like, who was coming into? How much were they playing in those seasons? Look, Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. Like, they got 50, who the ones? 60, 70 targets each. I'm trying to remember who were the ones on those green. Like when when Cobb came in and Nelson was there, was Greg Jennings still like the one? Like Wilson is the established alpha dog in that room. I saw it. I uh, get it, but Christian Watson was the established alpha dog for no, most of the last no, year, no, but no, no, 650 no, no, yards. No, 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 no. Christian oh, Watson who was, was, who was not, the alpha dog last year? Who was the was alpha, no dog alpha dog last year? There was no one that Rodgers came that in. That means it was Christian Watson. No, no, you cannot have an alpha. There were, It was like, what the hell, who is he throwing to is the question mark. Like Garrett Wilson, we know that he's he's a stud. We didn't know that about Watson or Romeo Dobbs, or and I, I don't think they are. I think they're they're solid, but like no, I don't think any of them are a one in the league. But I, I, again, to each his own. I saw this uh, this funny clip back when Rodgers was at the was it, was it combine or some I don't know if it was a combine or not, but it was some uh, when he was still at Cal, 
some event they had in Miami for like the future uh, future draft picks. And he was interviewed by this supermodel. And oh she asked him, uh, you know, Aaron, talk us through your whole experience here in, in Miami. Like how, you know, just, what, what were your thoughts? And he's like, oh, I had a great time with the guys. And he looked at her, he's like, had a great time with you. In a very, no, very flirty no, voice. No. I'm like, you know, he might be a pretty good mentor for Zach Wilson as well. <laughs> so you know, chemistry could be great, Ziggy. They're on this whole oh, locker geez. room. You, well, apparently he's he's getting along great with everyone. They're saying he's like another coach on the field. It's, oh, it's all, what, what the are they going to say? The, hey, the guy we just traded a first round well, no, pick but for. It's the he sucks. Fans. No one's getting along with him. There's <laughs> tension. He's a lazy bum. Like, I'd, no, I'd rather hear that he's teaching everyone and engaged. Like, I, I think that There's nothing says, else they would say. But Jordan Love's coming out saying he was a great teammate. I, I think Rodgers gets a little bit um, like too much criticism sometimes. And he deserves it once in a while, but I don't think he's a bad dude. No, I don't I think he's a bad dude. No, I'm I, saying I, he's I tough to work he's a bad with. Teammate. We'll see. I think, we'll he's, see. I think he's a better teammate than people think. You but think again, just watch. You think right. Zach Wilson's uh, making him eat his words? As he, whatever he said? Oh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I stopped reading the article um, when it got to the Zach Wilson part. <laughs> so maybe he's having a good start to OTAs. D'Amico Ryans. I'm a little worried about this one. I do think that D'Amico is a great coach. As we saw in San Francisco, he, he did some great things there. But the worry I have with him, despite, again, all the, the glowing remarks that he has, is you do need talent. Bill Belichick is struggling without Tom Brady right now. Oh, I've always, yeah. You see, uh, like, go to the NBA. Greg Popovich, the Spurs have not been very good over the past few years without Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, even when Kawhi left. Uh, Coaches can take you so far, but I do think that great coaches still need great players. The the other way around, like, if you have a great player and they have a great coach, that's when you can become, like, have a dynasties. But in order for a great coach to achieve unbelievable things... I do think that you need that great player with them. And look, you could, we could look in a few years and say, CJ Stroud is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and Will Anderson is an absolute monster off the edge. That There's a world where that happens, and D'Amico Ryans could play a very critical role in that. But for this season in particular, I'm not buying all the hype. I think Houston's going to struggle a lot. There will be a lot of growing pains. That's a word we've used a lot right now. Uh, so a long way to go in Houston. I am off the bandwagon. And I, I really, I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'd be on it for the next two years. I'm off on any head coach that doesn't have good players. <laughs> uh, I think that Andy Reid, if he coached the Texans, they'd still stink. And if Romeo Canal coached Patrick Mahomes, he'd win a Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm off. Paul, I, just have, I have a couple questions for oh, you boy. guys. I just want, I want to think about this. What happens when you have a really bad quarterback and a really great defense? You, can, you, you get can, the Jets last year, right? You, or, or you could get like the Ravens and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but Joe Flacco was good. I mean, a bad quarterback. No, I'm, t- I'm talking like, I'm talking what's his face? Um, like the dude. Kyle Baller days? Ball dude, no, Ball Dude on ESPN. Why can't I remember his name? Ball Dude on ESPN? He, yeah, he was the quarterback for the. Maybe he'll comment on this tech for the Ravens. Go, it's me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what? Dilfer? Was Dilfer? Trent Dilfer? Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's the. He's the UAB coach now. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, go go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, but like, good defense, bad quarterback, bad news. Well, I'm saying you have a great quarterback and a bad defense. Good news. What position did D'Amico Ryan's play in the NFL? Was answer he? linebacker. He was a, he was a Pro Bowl. What uh, what kind of coordinator was he in San Francisco? A D coordinator. 
Yeah, I am out on every single head coach in the NFL who does not have an offensive background. Mm. I think that the most important thing is having an elite quarterback. You look at the successful coaches in the NFL, the guys who are good year in, year out. They are basically all guys of offensive backgrounds. You look at the championship round last year, four quarterbacks who have an offensive background. You look at the divisional round, seven of eight had a defensive background, or an offensive background, excuse me. Like these are guys who are able to take quarterbacks and make them great. And I just don't think D'Amico Ryans can do that. And if by his luck, he finds an offensive coordinator who will do that, that offensive coordinator is just going to leave for a head coach job. (laughs) It is incredibly hard to succeed without a weak offensive quarterback play. And I'm just not sure D'Amico Ryans is going to be able to provide that consistently. Have you so been, on, have you been on anything? Anyone? You're, you're off on everyone so far. It's all your play. It's all players. Well, uh, Coach Belichick's the, the prime example of that. Yeah. Did you see Steve But Kerr? to say it's all players, the players have to improve and they have to be in a good system. Yeah. Steve Kerr mentioned that if he had taken the job with the New York Knicks, he said, I wouldn't be coaching right now. If yeah, I had taken the next job over course. the Warriors. I mean, look at the pass of the worst team in the AFC. But now, now I think Steve Kerr's a great coach who, when he had the players he had, that's like they were able to form a dynasty because it all just worked together. I think there are some coaches who, if they were coaching the Warriors, they'd probably win a championship, but maybe not four. Or four, what are they? They're at four now, right? Like, I, I do think that greatness and greatness rely on each other to produce a dynasty. But in terms of winning a championship, yeah, it's much I don't know. I mean, like Brady won a Super Bowl. Who was a box head? Who was a box head coach when Brady won a Super Bowl? Oh yeah, no, no. You don't need like, a you don't need a great coach to win one Super Bowl. If you I mean, have great, a great I, I think here, Bruce Arians is not a bad coach, and the yeah, offensive Bruce stuff Bruce he Arians, did with Brady no, helped no, out he, quite a bit. I know, but it's not. It's not. It's not. He's not Belichick. Let's um, let's make this one fairly quick because we and we'll talk about them more as the season goes on. The Detroit Lions, who. We actually had a comment. Someone asked, can you can you talk about them more over the course of this season? And if, look, if they're winning, 100% we will because they're going to go head-to-head with Ziggy and my Minnesota Vikings. Are we buying the Lions, we're saying? Are we buying the Lions this year? I'm buying the Lions, yeah. You're big, big into Yeah, them? I think they're the best team in, in that division. Oh, uh, oh, really? I do. I think you have a value play at, what, plus 350? Yeah, I think we're down now to... Three ten or something like that. Three ten. I mean, I think it's a value play, but no, I think the Lions are the best team in the division. Okay. Think, yeah, uh, there's a ton of talent on that team, and and let me good offensive weapons. Yeah, let me clarify here. I I don't want to just say that I'm a Vikings fan, so automatically I'm anti Lions because they're rather irrelevant to me most of the time. Like right right now, they are definitely on the radar. Um, but there's a lot of I do think there's a lot of reasons to be excited. I don't think Goff is going to be as good as he was consistently down the stretch last year. What was it? The final nine games, they were eight and one or something like that. And he was really, really good. People are talking about him. Someone was commenting the top five quarterback in the league. And I, I don't think he's top 10. I'm not even sure like top, maybe cracks a top 15. Uh, people, people no, are, he's, at, he's, he's slightly above average. Yeah, he slightly can play that. in people a good are system. High on Jared Goff. I do think the Detroit roster as a whole has gotten a lot better this off season too. They've really boosted up the secondary. They have a good, really good players on the D line. Uh, if Jamison Williams can, <laughs> if they can stop gambling, you know, Although, maybe the, the, they'll be in better shape. But they're, yeah, they're another players under investigation. Yeah, the, I know, the pressure, the pressure's on them now, though. Like when was that for the first time in a yeah, long, the last long time the Lions ex- supposed to be good expectations through the roof. Yeah, when? But but Lions so. fans, I, I'll say, I am on the bandwagon. So am I. I, I like clearly I will not be supporting the bandwagon, but uh, but I, I will I w- am a part of that ride. I'd say in terms of I believe in them. The Lions have a good core on offense. The one thing last year was their defense was bad. Like teams just score a million points on them. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, horrible. They've, they've, they've the worst in the league. Yeah, the worst Vikings. in the league. They've improved it. 
So I think they're pretty good on both sides of the ball. Would I be surprised at all if they came out and Goff was just miserable? Was it Uzak who said there's a reason the Rams got rid of him a while ago? It's like, I'm not, (laughs) I'm on. I think they're good and I think Goff will have a good season. But it would not surprise me at all if this hype all exploded in their face. There's good weapons on Detroit where Goff is good enough where he's going to be totally fine. You think so? Yeah. He, he, has, he, has, he has two, three very good weapons to throw to. Oh, let's see. Is this finally the one for Robert Ziggy Ziegler? Oh, Ziggy's on, of course. There, there, there are two Jared Goffs. There's the Jared Goff that went 1-7, and there's the Jared Goff that went, what, 8-1? and one? Something, something, something like that. Seven, one, yeah, nine. like those are the two Jared Goffs you got. You got the Jared Goff who could function well in the system and deliver a lot of great passes. You got the Jared Goff that sucked and couldn't bail out the defense. Lions... Haven't won a division in 32 years. <laughs> They're not winning it this year either. I am hard in on them extending it to 33. I just don't look. You're giving me the ones I don't believe in. I'm sorry. There are others on this list that I'm all in on. <laughs> what are you, we're, we're I just, five deep. Right? It's like seven. How much, how much on the list? There's two more left on the list here. We I'm, are, I'm in on, on both of one, those. One, two, three, four. Yeah, we're five deep. All right. Two more here. Calvin Ridley with the Jaguars right now. Uh, 2020, remember. It, it was a long time ago now, but second team all pro, 90 catches, 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. I remember one of our good friends had him on his fantasy team the following year, and it was just like waiting and waiting and waiting. The mental health issues that year, he, he sat out a few games. And then, of course, 2022, he suspended for gambling as well. Just, uh, you know, maybe he should have been on the Lions, but he joins Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne, all of them with Trevor Lawrence, a young, exciting core there in Jacksonville right now. Um, and one of the bigger additions, you could say, he's been on the team for a while, but a big addition coming into that team, especially, I mean, if he could be anything close to what he was a few years ago, it's gonna it, that'll definitely catapult that offense. I'll say right now, I am going to be off the bandwagon in terms of Calvin Ridley coming in and being close to that 2020 form. I do think he will be a very a very nice addition and come in and play the probably the wide receiver two role to Christian Kirk, even though people want him to be the one. In terms of production, I think that I think that you're going to look at a Calvin Ridley who's effective but not a superstar. I'm totally off no. with Calvin Ridley. Totally off. Yeah, totally off. Uh, I, really, I hate it when you're playing in the NFL and then you don't play and then you come back. It's and, hard and, to and, come. And back. in his situation, he's playing with a young quarterback and Trevor Lawrence who still has his growing pains. I think it's going to take a while for these two to establish something in Jacksonville. So I'm off on Calvin Ridley. I hate. Taking in some time off and coming back to the hardest. He hasn't played football in what it's, two yeah, and a half years long, by the time yeah. this is done, or two I hate years. When that when you take time off and try to come back, it's tough to do. With a young quarterback, it is, I'm off. It is tough to come back. But what I see is you are pairing an alpha receiver with an ascending young quarterback. And we just know that's a formula for success in the NFL. Right? You saw it with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. You saw with Joe Burrow taking that step forward with uh, Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah, but Jamar Chase and Stefan Diggs weren't out for two yeah, years two, in a row. Two years no, ago. I get it. I get it. But I really think Calvin Ridley, even when he was putting up 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns, was an underrated player. I don't think he was ever seen as a true number one alpha. He struggled in, his, like, in 2021 because he had a lot of mental difficulties. He was out for the gambling. But it looks like he's been staying in shape. He's making an immediate connection with Trevor Lawrence. And the fact is, in an offense that was already pretty good, you're adding a genuine alpha number one receiver. I think Calvin Ridley goes for 15 and double digit. 15 and double digit touchdowns? 
Yeah, straight <laughs> up. I think oh that's what we're gosh. getting. I think it's one of the hardest things to do is take two years off and come back to the NFL. Is he? I'm trying to remember his numbers before he had the. It was 14 and nine was his best. Season. No, no, no. Before, like that sorry, 2020 season in 2021 before he took time away from Atlanta. Yeah, it was like 280 and two. But yeah. no, but he was having mental struggles, and honestly, that that 2021 Falcons team was bad. But we haven't seen consistent production ever in his career. Like he just had one great, great season so far. He was good before. I that. mean, his first two years were very good. In five games starting, he put up 800 yards and 10 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He got injured in 2019, still put up like 900 yards and eight touchdowns. Like yeah. he put, no, no, he no, produced when he was good. healthy in it, and then he exploded in 2020. But. I'm also not as high as most people on Trevor Lawrence yet. Yeah, I, I mean, mean well, that, if you're not super high on Lawrence, like, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not. I, I think the Jags are a 500 team. He's a mediocre quarterback. Like if if if, if they lost to Tennessee last year, they're not being talked about. They beat, they beat, can... Like they beat Josh Dobbs in Week 17 to go to the playoffs. Like, congrats! Can you imagine having uh, Ridley on a podcast? And you're like, you high on the Falcons this year? He's, he's like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, I have their over. He's like, oh, 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 I, I'm high. I'm high on Ritter. I got their over. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one here for the bandwagon before we do a little bit of DeAndre Hopkins. Are you on the bandwagon for the Daniel Jones to Darren Waller connection in New York? Ziggy, I'll let you take uh, the lead on this one. Why don't you take point here, Ziggy? Because you uh, wanted this added to the list. I mean, look. Daniel Jones put together a decent year last year of one of the worst receiving cores in the NFL, maybe the worst. Darren Waller, we know when he's healthy, can be that guy. They've made a good connection in OTAs, right? Daniel Jones, I think on his first day, went 19 for 20, and everyone was raving about him and Darren Waller. Why? Because Darren Waller's a hard worker, he's reliable, and he's really, really, really good at football. So I think Daniel Jones is going to take a decent step forward, right? The Giants believe in him. They think they've got a guy who's able to be an above-average quarterback. And we saw him be an above-average quarterback with absolutely no help. You forgot to You know, they've got a decent offensive Waller. line. He's really, really good at football, and he very rarely plays anymore. <laughs> he's, he Look, has, he had one so season where he was injured a lot. I, what, he played nine games and 11 games the past two years? He, he was great the past, if you go back four years now, in... Um, I believe it was, what, 20, uh, whatever the years. So that past two years, he's been hurt. Two years before that, 1,200 yards basically each season. So, yeah, there's a ton of talent. I'm not going to argue with that. The injury concerns are absolutely a concern moving forward for Waller. How old is he now? Is he about 28 or something like that, maybe? He's in late 20s. Late 20s. Um, I will say if he's able to stay healthy, I am 100% buying Darren Waller because, like you said, he's, he's just a very good receiving tight end. And should function as the number one receiver on that team. Oh, I'm 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 buying a big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't hurt your hamstring. It's that <laughs> simple. Just don't get hurt, Darren. So it's one thing if the Giants had weapons galore, yeah, and DJ had the, so many guys to throw to. If he had if he had had an alpha or an alpha or two, but they don't. And in this division with Philly and Dallas teams who could score, you need you need these weapons, and they got and, good corners too. And you you look yeah they do. You look at how how important this position is. We've seen like their security blankets, their bailouts. We yep. saw Heath Miller for years, Antonio Gates, Jason Witten. To have a good tight end is an awesome thing, especially for a quarterback who the Giants need to really take a leap up to have any sort of chance of doing much. So I'm super high injuries. 
aside, I'm super high on uh, on, on on this. And we'll see I'm too. We'll see too if they're able to extend their their vertical passing game a little further down the field. Apparently, they've been working on that a lot. Uh, at least today, that they were. I saw some articles that uh, Daniel Jones had had a good day of practice going deep. Um, they're trying to add that element. We saw that with Jalen Hyatt too. He's able to t- take the top off of defense, especially at Tennessee uh, throughout his college years. Darren Waller, Daniel Jones is pretty good at the little check down plays and Waller's a matchup problem because he's just so big and so quick. So I do think that he, he could come in and again, stay healthy. I, I'm on the, he yeah, should I'm be, on. he should be very good. I, I, he should return to a top five tight end in the league this year. Cause the past two years, high expectations and, as my fantasy team knows very well. And look, if, if you're not high returns, if you're Daniel Jones and you're rolling around looking for something broken play, yeah. teams with good tight ends, they're there. Waller's yeah. going to be there. And I think that's a super important thing for him. So I'm buying it. How I'm, many, on, I'm on the bandwagon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you mentioned not many receivers last year, Ziggy. From watching the Vikings uh, and Giants at the end of the year, I, I started to become accustomed to a few of the guys. But Jack, like, can, can you name how many receivers can you remember from the Giants last year? Richie James. It's like Richie James. Richie James. Uh, Isaac Hodgins. Slayton. So, yep, Darius Slayton. Slayton Hodgins. Hodgins. Yeah. Wondell so, Robinson. That's why I'm super on board with the Dwaller, for sure. Tony sure. went over to Kansas City, right? Shepard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of guys... Daniel who- Bellinger was their number three receiver. Right, but yeah. Yeah, what, what is he? He like the tight end fullback. <laughs> He's he was with the Vikings for a while, Bellinger. Yeah, yeah, he was that tight end fullback who converted like and played hybrid, twelve yeah. games for. Them. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, so it was a disaster. Waller could have a big year. Yeah, I'm I'm super on over a thousand yards. If he plays fifteen games, yes, he okay. plays twelve games. He plays, yeah, he plays twelve. I mean, games, look, yeah. he he was six sixty five and two touchdowns in eleven games. <laughs> and then three, thir- yeah, three like, and three and nine games over the past two years. Yeah, like that's a lot of that was like he had a lingering hamstring injury last year. The ra- the yeah. the Raiders' offense was not good. I'm just saying yeah, their their explanation for, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Is it worth Darren Waller? No. For the Giants, yeah. Okay. All right. So there you go. Bandwagon teams. Where uh, Ziggy's off most, but he's he came out hot at the end with Calvin Ridley and the Giants. And uh, so he's going two and five. Jack and I, we're we're pretty positive guys here. We were we were on a lot of bandwagon. Yeah, I was like five and two. Someone's got to keep you guys in check. Someone, we don't to. want a bunch of bandwagon fans here. All right, well, uh, I'm a natural bandwagon fan. Before we hit the DeAndre Hopkins and Zach, how are we looking on time here? We're doing pretty we're good. Forty two minutes, so it depends on. Okay, so maybe this could, this could be split up. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I wanted to tell you, Ziggy, about the uh, <laughs> the Taylor Swift concert who who, who was in attendance. So Let it go. me and my brother, we went with Lauren, my sister. And uh, one of her friends. My former fiance. Your former fiance, yeah. My current fiance. Zach, Jack's current fiance. Uh, that's not true, in case you're, in case you're wondering. So we <laughs> no, go to the Taylor Swift concert. And I'll say publicly, you know, I, I lied today on the phone when I was uh, talking to a financial advi- or potential financial advisor, which, you know, some one of my friends. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Um, but it was good to get the information. Uh, when talking about him, we were talking about the concert a little bit. And he asked if I was a big Swifty. I was like, oh, you know, I'd say I'm a fan, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not one of them. I like, nah, I probably am. Like the concert was great. It was amazing. Um, I'm just not like a big emotional singer when I, I, I nod my head. So anyway, we walk into the concert and Matt and I are just sitting down and he looks at me. He's like, is that Libby Dunn? And I, <laughs> I look up and I actually see her sister first. And I'm like, yep, that's them. Who? <laughs> Livy Dunn, yeah, the Livy LSU Dunn. Gymnast, uh, gymnast. How do you know the gymnast at LSU? Ziggy. Ziggy, you don't know Livy Dunn? Very popular Olivia gymnast. Olivia Dunn. 
Olivia Dunn, sure. Who? Super. So she, she's a gymnast at LSU. Can you name any other gymnasts? Like, what's special? Every, oh, look, look, a lot of people know who Livy Dunn is. She's like NIL. Well, she's from around here. She's the, the highest paid NIL. Yeah. She's yeah. the highest paid female. She's on the. She's on, she's on. Swim, was it uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit? Yeah, she's just got on the swimsuit. Might be I think the that was like a, oh, is it, is it that kind of interest? It, well, look, look, look. I mean, for a lot of people, yes, but I, obviously, I am a mature. How, how good is she, Paul? I just want to know how she's, good is oh, she at gymnastics? She's like, very is good she? At gymnastics. She's is she one of the three best player. players on that team? Is she one of the best three athletes? On I don't. That team? I don't know. Too. I know they have. I, well, I know they have a stud. So I, she's not one, but I. I imagine she's top three. I think she's a very good. She gymnast. she trains right here, like ten minutes down the road from us. She's yeah, home. but anyway, she, so she's absurdly popular. Matt's like, is that Levy Dunn? And uh, I'm like, yep. And instantly, Matt and I find ourselves in a position that millions of people around the world would love to be in, where we are five feet, six feet away. Like, I could lean down and tap her on the shoulder and be like, hello. Um, So I'm sitting there for about three minutes. I'd say three minutes, 180 seconds. I am sitting there trying to concoct in my head an intro move for, for me or my brother in this situation. However, by the end of this, I look and like she's with her family, with her mom and her sister, and like looks like a friend. Um, so I was like, you know what? <laughs> let me just leave the girl alone for, for once in her life. We'll, we'll let someone leave her alone. So I did not make a move. You know, I would have made a move. I know you would have made a move. But I, I thought the right thing to do was just to leave it alone. And, uh, you know, I, I guess now um, it was funny, Ziggy, because she, as her and her sister were posting pictures, I had different people sending me like, is that you? behind Libby Dunn and there's like three or four pictures where you just see me I was having a great time I kind of look miserable but I'm just completely photobombing the pictures right over her shoulder and it's like oh having a great time at the concert tonight loving this moment and you just see me like leaning over and staring at Taylor Swift Ziggy I open I open Libby Dunn's snap story and she probably has millions of followers on Snapchat I open her snap story the night of the concert and it's just like a selfie of her or her and her sister and some caption, like, oh, have an awesome time, blah, blah, And Paul is there in the back of the phone. <laughs> it's just me with, like, my hands my like hands in my lap just looking at the stage. I'm like, this is insane. So it was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I found myself in a very unique position. Um, I, I, think, I think I acted. Livy, if you see this, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because this to be fair, fun. while I did photobomb a lot of her pictures, she also photobombed a lot of mine. Oh, I'm sure she did. Because I, you know, unintentional on both ends, of course. But you're taking pictures. She's right but there I'm trying, in front yeah, of I'm getting yeah. pictures of the, of the stadium, and I'm getting pictures of the performance, and you know, she, she's in those photos as well. So it goes both ways. It wasn't just wasn't just me trying to sneak in these photos. It was very unintentional on both ends. But uh, I guess if you see well, this, I, I, think, I think you made a good choice not to approach her. This is the approach I picked with uh, Zendaya in high school. It's the approach <laughs> I picked with uh, Olivia Rodrigo in high school too. So I know this can work. You you don't want to you don't want to go too far. Yeah, Ziggy's high school is a magnet for like extremely attractive. Oh, wait, actresses. You're serious? No, Zendaya was. His yeah, no, I. He yeah. was in Cali, right? Oh, yeah, oh, I guess yeah. Remember Taylor Swift performed a music video at his high school. Wow. Yeah, one of my yeah, one of my uh, high middle school science projects is in the Taylor Swift video. Are we gonna make this a TikTok? Ziggy. And then post it to Livy Dunn. <laughs> what, are, Dunn? what are we could try? What are current <laughs> what are current odds on this day that one day your name ends up on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and in, in, in a star? Uh <laughs> plus six fifty. Six fifty. No. Oh, I don't know about that, Paul. <laughs> I'm thinking more like plus three fifty. 
I'm going to be a star. I, I was saying, you, this, I, well, because this show, hold on. Because this show is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And if the show gets a star, that's basically me, right? Yeah, that counts. That, will count. that counts. I'd say it's minus like Yeah, 400. well, this show's a lock. So honestly, minus one time. <laughs> yeah, minus one time. Show's a lock. All right, it's everyone's favorite part of the show now when we start talking about random things. Today's topic, the superhero draft. And many superheroes, great superheroes, are on the board. The order today will go Ziggy, Paul, and then Jack. Jack has his eyes on someone. He is eyeing someone up very hard. I love hard. a certain superhero. And Jack went so far to say that if he gets this guy, he might just call the draft. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big superhero fan in general, but there's one guy who I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please comment in the comment section. DC or Marvel fan? Your favorite superhero? Well, this is this this topic can go on for a while. We're gonna have to be careful here. It's a good thing you're not a big superhero guy because it, it, it's a danger. We've already had a long episode. This could go on for a while. But Ziggy, why don't you start off? The one-one in the superhero draft is. I'm so torn on this one, Paul. There's so many good choices, but face of a tough choice, I gotta go Spider-Man. Look, you're talking Peter Parker, Miles Morales, like any Spider-Man, Spider-Pig, if you want, any of like the Spider-Men will do. Damn you, But classic, classic Peter Parker, you know, he's, he's a struggling young adult just like us. He tries to do the right thing, even when it hurts. He's driven by personal loss, but he's not consumed by it like certain other superheroes. Just, I think, the best all-around superhero you could pick. Give me Spider-Man. I totally agree. You're killing me these past few drafts. I think that's like four straight picks now. Yeah. Four straight picks. Ziggy is Sniper. The guy Boom. Want. Oh. What, if you woke up, what if you woke up one day and you just went like that and a web came out? Oh, do you know how many times well, I've gone be like, like yeah. whoa. Do you know how many times I've gone like this and hoped something would come out? What, what, what if, oh, you, what if it happened? Like, it's like a weekly occurrence. No, I think I'd be scared. I think I'd be like... What oh, I'd be terrified. Because yeah, now it's going to become there. a superhero. I would know. I would know. Oh, here's one thing. Before I do no, my no, pick, you'd freak out. You'd be like, what the heck? I'd be so excited. Yeah, I would be. I, <laughs> Ziggy, here's one th- one question before we move on with the draft that I've asked my brother before. If I could give you Spider-Man powers, okay? And you could, this could apply to you as you guys as well. If I gave you Spider-Man powers, but you have to spin a wheel, and that wheel will land on one of Spider-Man's villains who is then inserted into your world. And you, you can no. you can choose not to fight them if you want, but if you don't, it'll be chaos, and let's just pretend like you know New York City would be in a lot of trouble. Would you spin the wheel? Hello? Wait, does... Good to hear you. I'm doing a podcast. You're, you're on air live. I am not. You are. You're right in front of the mic. <laughs> no, I'm not. What is this? <laughs> wow, I'm... Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I, I'm so excited that I'm live on the podcast show. Yeah, this is the debut. It's come true. <laughs> I don't know, this, apparently. This is my mom, she's a super fan. Hi, Mrs. Weinberger. This, this show is recorded live for folks who don't know. This is absolutely spontaneous. Hey, Maddie wants to be on the show. Alright, tell her to say something. Alright, say something. Hi. That's my sister, Maddie. Yeah, you're Hello. on. Hi, you're on. <laughs> and exit the video. <laughs> All right. Gonna shout out the show. Uh, she's not gonna uh, say she's a she's a big fan of the show. Like, what is this? Yeah. I'll I'll call you guys back in like ten minutes. Wait, no, I'm looking at dad. Oh, I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye. Oh, disaster! What a great blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. Wait. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, there he goes. I'm at the show. You know, he's just like, I'm at the show. You're like, I'm at the show. Oh, I'm looking for dad. Like, <laughs> like you did just say you were at the show. <laughs> you know, that could be a real. I mean, people, people forget, you know, I mean, actually, people probably know, but like, you know, we, we live at home. <laughs> like, we, we, we have places. That, oh, yeah. Like, you I, know, we're, we're called to come home. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm living in my um, house. Okay. So, speak for yourselves, guys. All right. So, you, <laughs> oh, wait, are you guys spinning the wheel before I move on with the pick? Yes. You're spinning the wheel? No. Okay. No, you're not, Jack. I totally missed what you said. I'll, oh, spin the wheel. You get Spider Man powers, whatever villain it lands on from the Spider Man universe. You could fight them if you want, but uh, you probably. You know should. how many people you're killing if you do that? No way you spend that. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I'd probably say no. All right, well, yeah, all right. All right. But I get Spider-Man powers. Yeah. Let's say, yeah, I guess there are so many worlds. Okay, you there we crazy. go. Let's continue. And with Spider-Man, like, when he does this, it comes from his wrists. It doesn't yeah. come from his, like, hand. Like, you think it comes from, like, his hands? It just comes from his Well, it depends no. on your watch. I mean, sometimes it's the contraption. He yeah, builds it actually it, yeah. comes from, like, the wrists. Well, that's in the Tobey Maguire. But no, I think normally he has, like, a device that shoots out. Yeah. Like, pressurized. But yeah, no, it is weird. Um, all right, the uh, one, two. I tried not to do this to you, man, but I have no! to. <laughs> no! <laughs> I have to take Batman. Uh, I have to take Batman. I, I love Marvel a lot more. This is incredible. No. What is this pick? Bat- Batman. Why is Batman 2? No, Batman's he's so the, good. He's, he's the, he sees the bat logo. No, he's, and it's he's all great. epic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, have, you have the cartoons. You have the so many different actors have been Batman. The Christian Bale this movies. This is crazy. Were, the We're Dark Knight's one of the best movies ever. Superheroes. We're not talking about actors. No, but Batman is just, it, he goes so deep. Oh, my Car- Jesus Christ. Comics. Uh, uh, cartoons. Okay. Yes, but we're talking about. Uh, never mind. No, I, think, go, I was. Told, I thought Batman could have gone one one. Oh, honestly, yeah, I think I'm man. amazed to see this Batman. This is incredible. He was my one one. Batman me. doesn't have any powers. Who cares? That's he's what makes him so great. Of course, he's a superhero. He beat Superman. What? He beat Superman with. Yeah, the, you want to know why he beat Superman? Because they put it in the show. Writers are Superman. That's the stupidest thing. The one, one, and one, two to me were Spider Man and Batman. Yeah. But now. Okay, so let's see who goes to one, three here. This one goes one, three. Kind of a bind. So, I mean, I'll take Superman by default because I have to. I think that's a good pick. But I mean, like, I wanted Batman. So I'll take Superman. Superman. I I think that's a great pick. The guy shoots lasers from his eyes. What is Batman through? He throws a little boomerang? No, no, Batman's epic. Dude, Batman's cool. Batman's epic. Okay, what is cool about Batman? The Batmobile. The shadows. The Batmobile, the shadows. That's cool. He lives in the If he doesn't get it, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. The costume, I mean, all of it's cool. So I'll take Superman and Iron Man back to back. Damn it, I wanted Iron Man. I love Iron Man. Batman I called, doesn't even fly. I can't get over this. <laughs> I had titanium bars. I called myself Iron Man for a long time. Oh, that's who you should have picked. And let me take Batman. I, I love Iron Man. Damn. All right. Uh, this is... There's still some very good superheroes left on the board here. I'm going to go with Thor. I have to take the Viking. Uh, he's he's so cool. I, I love the, the lightning powers, the hammer, Mjolnir. Um, he's just that big. Yeah. Thor's a beast. Yeah. I, I'll go Thor here. All right. And that brings us back to Ziggy with... Spider-Man, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter right now on your roster. Yeah, well, so I've got Spider-Man. I'm going to take another heavy hitter. Give me the Flash. Okay. Barry Barry Allen, Wally West. They're powerful, so Zach should love them, right? They continuously reset the universe. They're really good. They've got different personalities. Love my boys. I used to be called the Flash because I was a fast runner. You know, (laughs) when I was like eight. I am the Flash. And then I got to pick one more to finish it off. 
I think right now, I, I think we all have very solid picks so far. Yeah, this is a good this draft. This is a good draft. I think it sucks. I know, I, I know I've got a bit of a tendency to pull Wait, out like some Mr. Really... Incredible. Yeah. No, I'm not taking Mr. Incredible. Go ahead, Ziggy. Boy, I've got a tendency. There's a lot of really strange picks I want to pull out here. But I think I want to win instead. Coward. He's going to say like Green Lantern or something <laughs> no, like no, that. No, no, there's no way <laughs> you know, give, Green Lantern. Give me the Wolverine. That's not a bad pick. I, I think Wolverine. You know, Wolverine, grizzled. You know, you get like those old man Logan takes. Mm. He's got strong powers. He's got interesting relationships. He shows him in Spider-Man comics all the time, which is a big W. Wolverine you know, for if I'm picking my favorites, this is where like Swamp Thing would swap in, slot in. But uh, I can't take Swamp Thing. So give me Wolverine. You do you disapprove of that, Jack? I don't know who Wolverine is. How do you not know who Wolverine <laughs> is? He's the, <laughs> the, claw, the uh, claws for coming out of his hands. I know, oh, man. no. You know who I, Wolverine is. Well, I guess I'm not, a, I'm not a huge superhero guy. Yeah, but I mean, this is just. I know, I know the Michigan Wolverines. This, this is obvious. <laughs> this is like okay. obvious. I, I want to know who Jack's going to take over his last look, pick. Look, you, you know the Wolverine. You've seen this guy before. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you've I've seen, seen that guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, I have no clue like what oh. he's on or like what he like what is he in. He's All an right, X Men. There are some good people okay. left here, but and I guess I've already lost because Zach clearly dislikes Batman. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Captain America. Batman's not a superhero. I think I, Captain America. Not just won the draft because the pairing I'm about to have is unbelievable. No, okay, Captain. Cap, yeah, Captain America is my pick. Uh, you know, do the right thing, man. In America, so greatest country in the world. I have, what do I have? I have Superman and I have, uh, I have Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a pretty strong team. All right, so like Superman's the one, like, he brings out the ball. Mm-hmm. I got to pair him with Wonder Woman. Wow, I did not see you going Okay, he's got, he's got pick. two of the trilogy. Okay. Yeah, solid pick. I did wow. not think you were this going is, there. This is, like, the worst draft possible for gonna, superheroes. I thought you were going to, this is a fine draft, man. Zach, I, who do you want me to take? Who do you I, want me to take? That's a good I mean, I'd rather you take the Black Panther over budget Black Panther and Wolverine. Budget Black Panther? What? They're he, not even the same. He has no idea. I can't. What yeah. do you mean? Okay, I mean, who are you taking in a fight? You taking you taking well, Wolverine or you taking Black? Wait, is this just who wins in a oh, fight? Okay, give me Doctor Manhattan game. Oh, so why are you drafting then? It's best why you drafting here. Like like you think of superheroes. This, 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 this comes yeah, back to the Darth like, Vader Palpatine. He's just gonna yeah. whoever's the strongest. You're drafting the best. What are they the best at? Well, it's all, just, what are they the best at? That's all the. Like, this is like saying the best villain is the one who's the strongest. Like you think of superhero, Batman doesn't come to your mind immediately. No, like it's Batman. No, he doesn't Batman? believe Batman's. Okay, you know what, Zach? Your opinion is invalid. You're ridiculous. I'm not Just invalid. pick the winner so you're we can finish me, what, this. Okay, farce. so what are you guys drafting then? What are you drafting for superheroes? It's a combination of many things. It's a combination it's, of many what? Well, I, I think one who of them. Who would your top superhero be? Number one. I think my top superhero. Yeah, who would you pick number superhero? one? Who is Ooh, it? My top. This is Doctor Manhattan. Like, Doctor Manhattan is really strong. Who is it? You got to verify why. No, I'm a big Iron Man guy. I got to tell you, Iron Man's a beast. Okay, I drafted him. Who else? I, I know you. Uh, who else on your list? Who else on your um, list? Like, give us rattle off superheroes. Uh, the next superhero would definitely be the Hulk. Right, like, but the Hulk. Like, here's the uh, thing. What about the Hulk? I like. I like, I like the, the Hulk. Hulk. I think the Hulk could yeah. have been drafted here. But like, we're talking about a combination. It's like Groot. Are they like cool? I think cool powers is one thing. The stories that they're in are they well known, iconic characters? Like, there's yeah. a bunch of different things that go into this. I don't think it's just like. Oh, the Hulk can beat the crap out of 
I don't even know who. Like you're telling me, you're telling me top twelve heroes like Superman, Batman. They're on. They're not on your list. Like, like Superman will be up there, yeah, because Superman can so actually Batman do things. Batman is not a Batman top, is not a top 12, twelve. No, super, or, top. Well, Batman oh. is not a top. Or I guess top nine, right? Top I, nine. He's got the best. He's got one of the best yes. villains. He probably is the best villain of any superhero. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's, that's what? insane. The Joker. What? Well, the best villains are Verse Flash. Yeah. Reverse Flash. All right, Zach, make your pick. Right, Zach, make here your here pick. we go. So here's, 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 our here's our teams. Just to recap, Ziggy with Spider-Man, The Flash, and The Wolverine. Paul with Batman, Thor, and Captain America. That's a good draft. And Jack with Superman, Iron Man, and Wonder Woman. Think of the one-two one guard combo. Hey, Captain America is the best point guard you'll, you'll ever find. Yeah, I got Superman <laughs> he, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, doesn't he scream the, the point back, guard? The backcourt that I have with Superman and Wonder Woman. Imagine Captain America swinging to Batman as a wing. No, Iron Man's better. Oop than to Thor. Yeah, that'd be dirty. I mean, Superman would be dominant. Thor's probably on Zach's list either. All right, here we go. Zach. Who's winning, Zach? Who's winning? Yeah, 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 Thor would definitely be, be on my list. But the winner is I'm going to give it to Jack. Interesting. I did not see that coming. I would have liked him to pick Captain Marvel over Wonder Woman, but no. But I, I had Superman though. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Captain Marvel over Wonder Woman. I, yeah. I thought that this. I thought that Zach had some like reasonable opinions. No, this is no, just no, no, no. I have good opinions. I have perfectly good. We're drafting the best superheroes. I've got. I'm drafting ones that are going to win a in a fight. This guy's a I'm going to oh, draft so, ones that are winning fights. Why, Zach? Why isn't Doctor Manhattan the one one? He's literally omnipotent. Uh, what? Yeah. I, yeah I, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Why is he? Because he's not as interesting. You don't know who Doctor Manhattan is. No. Okay. Well, yeah, no, no, these, but, these guys are clowns. No, it doesn't even. It doesn't. I mean, Doctor Manhattan. But if he's a super, super strong well superhero, then I, I, I think Doctor Manhattan is a good, a good test of like what Jack is exactly saying. He's yeah, like, exactly. Just because you're super powerful, like we're talking yeah, stories, we're talking know. villains, we're talking like, like everything. Who, about who would them. have fight Doctor Manhattan or Batman? Oh, don't ask me. Actually, yeah. Bat Batman did win, but that. Oh was my god, weird. this guy's losing to Batman. Doom, this is incredible. No, Doomsday Clock was super weird. But well, yeah, set, no, but, but set like, that like, weirdness like, aside. Who would win? Like, like Batman's beating up all I these superheroes that he doesn't deserve to beat anyone up. Anyone listening, I, what, like Zach might just be the worst judge. Like, who would win? Hulk or like Spider-Man? Yeah. Um, Hulk I mean, would destroy the Spider-Man. But I take Spider-Man over the Hulk. Most people would. Oh, yeah, in terms of drafting. Like, in terms of draft, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I don't think strength is like... Ziggy, could, could Spider-Man could probably beat Hulk, right? Spider-Man is Spider-Man's stronger than the Hulk. Spider-Man couldn't beat Thanos. Right, Devil's Reign Spider-Man number one just confirms this. He is just stronger oh, than the Spider-Man would beat Hulk. But regardless, like what you're saying is, to most people yeah. would say the Hulk would win, and they'd still jump. Like, I don't know Doctor Manhattan is, but if he's strong, I, I, that's my that's my point. Yeah, like I mean, there's a reason I, I he takes I, Batman I, over Superman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, I bet you 90 percent of people out there would agree with me. No. Yes. No. Well, let's okay. let's see it, fans in the comments. Yeah, please let us comment, know. Zach. Yeah. So let's just make sure we're asking the right question here. Can we just go with Batman? Is Batman a top the, twelve is, superhero? Yeah, we'll go with we'll Batman. Top yeah, top nine. Is ba yeah, yeah, is Batman a top nine? Yeah, top superhero? nine superhero. What? Let's make it top ten. Round num nice yeah. round number. Yeah. Is Batman, Batman top a top ten super? I mean, I'm not even gonna put this on the Instagram because it'll it's be embarrassing so for the show. No, 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 no. You will put this on yeah. the Instagram. No, because this no, is it makes this us is look crazy. Bad. No, we're gonna lose subscribers. Go. It's like it's like because I already put up Vader versus Palpatine, which was like eighty to twenty. So like, now I'm surprised it was that. Yeah, and now I have to put up. This might be a hundred to zero if Zach doesn't. This is incredible. Batman's not even a superhero. But, but you don't. 
but he's you're not just looking rich at, out of his mind. You're not looking at like other elements beyond power. There's so much that goes into like a good oh, superhero. What's the point of a superhero if they don't have power? Let's, let's wrap this up, guys. I got to get <laughs> yeah. going. Right, this is will, ridiculous. See, see, Ziggy, Ziggy's yeah. already bailing out. Will, I, I just told the greatest question ever. We will see you on the next episode. We have a DeAndre Hopkins top landing spots video coming out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> live. Um, so if you enjoyed this episode, please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know about it. Hit us up in DMs. Um, personal or show, it doesn't matter. Let us know what you think or if you have any topics, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Zach, I just have to ask, are you literate? <laughs>